DraftSociety.com presents a Premier League Draft Fantasy Podcast. Welcome to the Key Pass Collective. Your exclusive source for the information, analysis, and advice you need to dominate your fantasy leagues. Come on in. We've been expecting you. Draft heads, what's going on? Oh, I'm back, and it feels nice. Uh, want to welcome everybody back into the Key Pass Collective. I want to thank my brethren, uh, from whom you'll be hearing from quite shortly, for covering for me. Last week, uh, things have been quite hectic. I had jury duty this week, which is an ongoing thing and is terrible. I have one more month of that, uh, but uh, it feels it feels real good to be back. So anyway, I'm Joe Williams for anyone who's listening to this for the first time. Welcome into the KPC. We, of course, are the audio companion to the Draft Society website. If you are unfamiliar with the Draft Society, well, let's familiarize you now. The Draft Society is, of course, your one-stop shop for all your draft needs, your draft fantasy football needs. So if you want to dominate your leagues, this is where you go, is thedraftsociety.com. Um it is, of course, the home as well of the Fantasy Toolkit. Fantasy Toolkit being um, kind of our flagship tool created by DraftLad that is insane. Really, really cool and also very, very good and will help you dominate your leagues. Um, it's going to be bespoke to your particular league using your Fantrax ID, give you players to pick up. It'll uh, help you with your waiver pickups. It will gauge your rest of your team's rest of season value. It'll help you evaluate trades. Literally all tailored to your specific team. Um, so check it out. That is, of course, uh, one of the benefits of being in the inner circle, which is our subscriber-only section. There's a whole lot else there. Uh, Robbie's rest-of-season player rankings that are updated weekly. Uh, we've got projections for players every single week, consensus rankings that are sortable, that come out every international break, extra articles weekly, including Ryan's Ghost Point Hunter article, and so much more. There's also free stuff on there, too. Um, so, ch- so go over and check out uh, the free stuff we've got waiver wire pickup articles weekly. Um, there's, I mean, there's just so much, uh, tons of stats that you can look through uh, that are all completely free that we keep and help you dominate your league. So check it out. Even if you're, um, even if you don't have the 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 dough to part with right now, um, check out the Draft Society. But if you do have a couple extra shekels to float our way, we are an independent fantasy football website, and we would greatly appreciate it. And we greatly appreciate everybody who already is a member. All right, let's talk about um, today on Keep Ass Collective. So basically, we're going to keep it, I don't know, I, I'm not even going to say it. We're, we're sort of keeping it. Well, no, nope, not going to do it. I'm not going to go there. Uh, today on the Keep Ass Collective, we have Game Week 6 streamers and stashes, and then Twitter questions, um, and any also any questions live. Speaking of, what's up, everybody in chat? Peltier, how are you? Draft Espresso, what's going on, man? Omar, how are you? Adam Gibbs, how's it going? 
and a bunch of other people who are watching but haven't said anything yet. What's up, everybody? Get at us in chat. We'll answer your questions live if we can, um, or flash your your message up on the screen so you can um, you can get up on the, the conversation with us. So uh, yeah, we're gonna kind of keep it straight and to the point today. Uh, so we've got streamers, we've got Twitter questions. We do have one thing I want to talk about first uh, with a gentleman, but let's go ahead and bring them in. So we have Sanji from Banta Boys. We have Toddy just back from Italy, and we have Ryan just back from globe trotting to like so many places. So how are Sanji? You didn't you haven't traveled recently, have you, Sanji? Does uh, commuting to work back and forth? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's you and me, and then the other two the other two bastards on here are uh, are, are jet setting jet setting fools. So how are you guys back from your travels? Oh, good. Oh, good. I haven't been stabbed, mocked, or burgled, um, which is which is always good. Um, um, caught some caught some sunshine and some uh, some nice Italian food. I mean, mm, what you else? Look, do you you look fresh. I am fresh. Sanji was saying, "Man's got a tan right now. It looks great." <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I mean, I've I've gone to bed at like ten every day of the week. Mm. It shows. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. <laughs> <laughs> What's your excuse, Ryan? You were in Spain. You're, you're not you're not glistening and bronzed. This is about as tan as I I can be or ever will be. Um, I'm just happy I didn't, you know, get uh, sunburnt and peel. But yeah, this That's... is my this is my uh, tan glow. That's fair. You, you are all. You're also unburgled. Yes. Yes, I was. Nice. I mean, yeah. My bank account would say otherwise, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mine, mine too. It was just a, a willful self burglary. <laughs> yeah, you were complicit in that in that burglary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a victimless crime. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, Sanji, you recorded last night for Banta Boys, or was it Tuesday? Uh, would have been Tuesday. Okay, yeah. yeah. So you, you and I were talking off air. Just um, endless content creation for mm. you and and working. Um, so if anyone's not listened to Banta Boys, check it out. How'd it go this week? Uh, went well. Um, I, I might have not been sober for that episode. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, during the international break, we managed to do two uh, inside track special series as well. Um, five reps each on both episodes. Uh, we're hoping next international break we can get the other 10 as well. Looking at you, Ryan. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, I, think, I think it went great. Um, you've got a bit of uh, information updates. Um, a couple of new faces as well because our regular reps were traveling or baby duty, that sort of stuff. Uh, so we had new faces like Chuck Booth, uh, like repping Spurs and stuff like that. So yep. it was it was a yep. lot of fun to to get new, um, me- uh, I guess, community members on our pod, just giving them a voice and stuff like that. And I mean, that's what we've always been about, right? Um, trying to just engage with as many people as possible so it was good fun good fun uh looking forward to uh the next one that's cool love me love me some chuck booth he used to be uh he used to be a regular on our sunday show that we did for a while lining up lining up with chuck (laughs) (laughs) i wish i still had the drop that i could play but i I was a good drop i wonder what was a really good high school (laughs) band you um you bit that from yeah yeah it's um 
I definitely just jacked it from somewhere online, but it was it featured like a you know like a like a tap style drum solo, and then it was lining up with Chuck. It was good. I mean, Not as good as my drop line, but no, good. yours is obviously, and Toddy's also pretty epic. Yeah, we we did we did a whole drop reset with uh, with Andres providing some some drops. Uh, yeah. After, yeah, after that, we'll have to bring those back someday. We or at least give the listeners a a taste. But yeah, um, seriously, yeah, that's for another day. All right, I have a question for you guys before we kick it off. Um, notice on the bottom of the slide it says "but first. So my question for you is: Are you making any plans? Meaning, um, are you buying into any of the kind of narratives that are floating about? Um, and I've got three on the screen now. Double game week, obviously upcoming next week. Uh, European competitions, meaning potential rotation for uh, some of our favorite players, and also injured players reemerging. Some who've been out, you know, since the beginning of the season, just getting healthy. So, um, are you making any plans? Are you, um, do you, do you have any, do you have any schemes and machinations for the upcoming couple of weeks that, um, you might want to share with listeners that they could get in on now and start stashing players? I know Genie has like seven Luton players on one of his teams. Would not recommend, but <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start there. Double game week. I mean, uh, are you guys buying in? Are you um, shying away? Are you somewhere in between? I'm dipping my toe in the double game week waters. <laughs> um, my toe being Isa Kabore, mostly. Okay. Um, yeah, I wrote about him uh, extensively in uh, GPH this week. But um, yeah, TLDRs, 15 and a half ghosts this past game week. Um, was highly touted in the post-match presser by the manager. Should be keeping his right wing-back spot. Um, schedule doesn't get any better um, than it does for Luton right now. Wolves at home and then a double against Burnley and Everton. And um, you should have been able to get him for cheap. Uh, I got him for free in one league, and then in the other two, I got him for a buck. So it doesn't get any better than that. Um, so, yeah, I've got him in all three of my leagues. Um, I'm probably gonna go i have giles in one league so i'll probably go giles or dowdy and the other um burnley i think i'm probably staying away um other than potentially brownhill um he looked okay over the weekend but or on monday rather but uh wasn't that great we'll see if he starts this weekend i have him in two of my leagues so uh that'll probably be a game time decision but i'm not actively going out and getting i think any other um any other Burnley players the only other Luton player I'd probably think about um Jacob Brown if he keeps his spot of course um and then Marvelous Nakamba mm. uh you roll out the CDMs as we as we remember from the DGWs of yesteryear um he got eight and a half uh last week so he's somebody that I would uh, potentially want to roll out but um this is probably one of the, <laughs> the worst two teams I think <laughs> we've ever had for double game week um, finale. <clears throat> finale. So yeah, that's that's my plan for the DGW at least. I've 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 I haven't found my season long keeper yet, so I'm streaming goalkeepers in all my leagues, and I've picked up either Kaminsky or Trafford in 
all my leagues. Otherwise, if I if I can get um, any one of the defenders from either team after um, this game week, then I'll probably need to sort of dip my toe in. But um, but yeah, um, I think I have a feeling that Wolves are gonna. Um, not be Wolvesy against losing and and do the business. Uh, so I'm not either other than Kabore, like Ryan said. I'm not very optimistic about any of the sort of lesser scoring um, Luton defenders. And obviously, even though we are we we have troubles uh, around Old Trafford, I think they will. They'll probably eke it out against Burnley, so so yeah, I'm not not uh, hugely excited to hold any of the defenders or or defensive midfielders for an extra game week, as as I think the chips still haven't been haven't all been down on the table regarding uh, assets that you're still holding from either draft day or or early season pickups, so. I, I can't imagine that many of our regular listeners and and um, and followers of our ad- advice have a lot of free spots to play with. That's fair. Sanji, your boy uh, won Lyle after being ushered off the pitch. Um, you were you were kind of our resident Burnley fan, just just thanks to Lyle Foster. But uh, anyone aside from that that you're excited about? No, I'm I'm standing in solidarity with Lyle. <laughs> I'm going to avoid the double game week. Um, I mean, that being said, um, if, if he, I'm... Oh, pardon? Is he suspended for one game or Just more? Just the one game, yeah. So he's going to miss so the game at home to Manchester United. Then he can't... So he's back the, for the double. Yeah. Uh, well, well one, of the, straight one of the games. Yeah, but the thing is, he's missing Man United at home, then the Carabao Cup versus Salford, and uh, then the trip to St. James's Park. So he should be available oh. for the game versus Luton. So I'd be a little tempted to grab him and stick him in. He got more points than him in this, to be fair. Oh, wow. Shots fired. Your okay, other guys, boy. Have yeah. a good night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we, need to, we, need, we need to have an intervention here. You're, next, you're going to tell listeners to pick up Huang. I mean, he's, uh, he's scored more goals than Kai Havertz, so... <laughs> That's true, and probably more points, generally. <laughs> Doubtful. Um, <laughs> they go pretty, pretty similarly, to be fair. That uh, is quite true. Yeah. Um, no, I, 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 yeah, I didn't really have an opportunity to grab anyone. And to be honest, I'm not really chasing the double as much. Uh, yeah. I mean, I agree there will be one or two assets that will absolutely smash it. Like, uh, I agree with Ryan Kabore was one of them that um, I think I have him in, like, my Dynasty League. But in terms of, like, the public uh, leagues, like DPL, IGL, now I'm just just rolling single game weekers um I, I, sometimes chasing double game week assets aren't worth it um yeah but to each their own so let's talk about um european competitions any thoughts from um the the games this week i know we had we had several that happened today um just a couple things to note from those as i was kind of looking through uh some of the the scores and uh the lineups JWP went 90. Um, Darwin and Luis Diaz went 90. Uh, let's see. Gravenberch was subbed off, apparently injured. 
I think that's just a cramp clock. Was it? Okay. Yeah. All I saw was the red uh, plus sign. No, yeah, it was it was a cramp, and Klopp said after the game that he hasn't actually played competitive football for a long time. So I'm still not expecting him to feature um, as a starter this weekend. So as as injuries go, you might as well be injured. And I take that to mean they were considering tonight's game a, a competitive fixture, or they were I re- just okay. reading into that. I, I think they were. <laughs> okay, got it. I'm just kidding. Shots fired again. Sorry. Um, and then, of course, for Villa, let's see. Villa, was, was there any was there anything notable from their lineup? Bailey went 90 for the first time in his career. Um, <laughs> T. Lamont. And uh, maybe notably, Digne went 90 as well. And scored. Match. And scored a goal. And scored a goal. Ramsey got, um, I think, 23 minutes or so. Okay. And Duran yeah, scored as well. Duran Duran is the freaking man. <laughs> I love it. Let's make that into a drop. The issue is that he doesn't seem to know how to spell his own first name. <laughs> yeah, common <laughs> common misconception. I mean, um, it's the JH, right? Yeah, it's the JH. Yeah, John. could just be dyslexic. Yeah. Hard to say. <laughs> the, doctor, the doctor was dyslexic. <laughs> yeah. Did Bernardo Silva get injured? Um, in the Champions yeah. League, okay, he, he did. Yeah, um, I, I know. Like the Man City's opposition wasn't like the strongest, but Matias Nunes balled out as well. Um, statistically speaking, um, he racked up what was it, six key passes, um, an accurate cross, a shot on target, um, aerials. Um, yeah, uh, I feel like. He's uh, one person that people should be maybe targeting a little bit. Yeah, we had a conversation about Nunez in our one of our chats. Um, I was pretty low on him, but I think Genie was highest, and then and then Ryan was was somewhere in the middle regarding Nunez. Um, so yeah, it's definitely worth considering as a pickup um, as, as as injuries. Are piling up there, too. So, if, yeah, I mean, if he's been dropped, sure. Like, I'm not gonna go and I'm not gonna go and trade for him. I'm not gonna gonna try to, you know, overpay now that somebody's seen him midweek. Yeah, short short term play. Yeah, I don't think like I always feel funny when when um, people start getting excited about a city lineup, a midweek city lineup thinking that that has any relevance <laughs> for the weekend lineup uh for for other teams maybe but city is just it's just i don't think it's relevant at all yeah and we've seen pep play you know players who've gone a full 90 in in the midweek and do do so without subbing them so i mean it yeah yes just... and we've seen him play and play a game with like two subs when he had five to, to, to go. So, yeah, I'm I'm not, like I'm not trying to read anything into into the lineups. We've seen Rico Lewis. We've seen Stones. We've seen um, yeah other players in in that defensive, other less excited players in that defensive midfielder also. So, even if that's not 
maybe not a defensive midfielder rather than a central midfielder, but um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Holland, uh, Alvarez, and Nunez all went 90. Um, and I don't think there's any reason why they couldn't do the same on the weekend. I, I had a question for Ryan regarding Arsenal. Um, Kai went 90 minutes. Uh, is there a chance that Bier is getting the PL games? Would you gamble um, on that? Vera actually came on in that game. Um, With Kai stayed on? More on the right. Yeah, they were both... Kai stayed on because um, he went the full 90. Hmm. Um, so I don't think there's going to be that like clean um, dichotomy. But um, yeah, that timeshare is is certainly there, and yeah, I'm so glad that I covered Kai with uh, Vieira in all my leagues. Um, I'm expecting Vieira uh, this weekend, but uh, again, it, it it could be Kai. But um, yeah, that's just to say that you should have them both. If you're if you're relying on either, you should have them both. Is that is that the cuff you want to have spent two spots on though? Like, I know Vieira can go off, and I know that. In an ideal world, um, Kai can be productive as that hybrid eight ten um, player, but but is that like what is what is the upside of that cuff? Like it's it's for me it's it's something it's a cuff that I probably want to trade out as a two for a usable one, um, but yeah. Um, interested to hear your thoughts, Ryan. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's higher upside. I mean, you at this point, obviously, you you prefer that um, that Vieira starts, but you obviously want to have Kai just in case. Um, depends on what it could get for the for the cuff. I mean, I wouldn't. I'm not opposed to trading it out if I get something good, but I think it's I think it's worth having for sure. Given that you know you got Vieira for free and uh, attacking spot on one of the best teams in the in the league if that cost me two spots and I know that I'm going to at least get one I think there there might be some games where they both start um then yeah I'm not I'm not too uh too worried about having both would you would you trade out the cuff for Declan Rice no no well I would <laughs> This this is probably a very easy question, but would you rather that Kai Vieira handcuff or an injured Martinelli and Trossard handcuff? Uh-oh. I mean the Mar- yeah Martinelli Trossard just because yeah. yeah there's a lot more upside there. But um, is there any update on that injury by the way? Nothing, nothing confirmed. I think it's I think it's a grade one hammy, which is between one and four weeks. Um, but he's in the past. He's been like Wolverine, so um, I'm not completely discounting him coming coming back for the North London Derby. But I think it'll be probably another week or two. Yeah, but the, from everything I've heard, it's not as bad as feared. Yeah. Um. So yeah. And the way Trossard's playing, I'd, there's no reason really to um to rush, rush him. Back. him back. Yeah. 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 He was, yeah. Yeah. He was. He was money midweek. Uh, I think this is a good case study on 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 talking about fab and talking about handcuffs and talking about the types of handcuffs that 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 we have um, in 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 this game. So um, I think Trossard went for fifteen plus in both of my um, 
both of my main leagues. Um, he was on your wire. He was. He was on the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on the wire. It wasn't on oh, wow. mine. No, yeah. everybody kept him in mind. Yeah, but I think no you way. were. You were. Um, you predicted Ryan well that last season, even even though he had that amazing purple patch, the moment Martinelli came back and the moment Jesus came back, he was relegated to the bench and I think ended up starting one more game rest of the season. Um, so he was essentially droppable at that point. That, uh, and I expect that to be the case this time around too. Like, I think he deserved to be on the wire. The question is, and the question I wanted to pose to you guys is, is in, in a situation like this, so this isn't a handcuff per se, because it's not a timeshare. It's a, it's more of a backup insur insurance policy. Right, right. Rather than a handcuff. Um, yeah. Would you, would you be okay paying like close to 20% of your fab for someone who is at best going to play the upcoming three games and then go back to um, droppable until there's another injury? I've spent it on a lot worse. <laughs> so I've That's fair. That's fair. A lot worse than in a really good insurance policy. That's that's a good question. And twenty is the right kind of level to get you to get you thinking about whether or not it's it's worth it or not. I think I would just given the upside. Um, I wouldn't do it for the the other cuff that we talked about or 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 many other cuffs. But yeah, that left side of Arsenal attack is is pretty valuable. And Trussard's shown that he can come in and. And uh, and score a lot of points, so I think I probably would. I have Martinelli in one league, and um, I was put off by the price of of uh, of Trossard, um, so I didn't do it. But um, yeah, if the price was twenty fab, I think I would do that. Yeah, but essentially, it it. So I hear a lot of questions on our Discord and and on DMs as well. Is would you go for Trossard? Like, and, and this is just a case study, obviously, because this happens with other players too. Would you go for Trossard if you have Martinelli? And to me, it's always, it's always, um, why is that? Why is that an additional information? Like, you're not going to keep Trossard on once Martinelli is back. So the fact that you have Martinelli is just an additional fact that you're holding an injured player. It It's as valuable to the conversation of picking up Trossard, to me at least, as would you pick up Trossard if you have Olise? Would you pick up Trossard <laughs> if you have Tony? Because essentially... <laughs> That's a good point. Essentially, it's, it's not a it's not a timeshare cuff. It's not it's not like what we expected that the low Bon Bissaka cuff to be. It's not like the olden days of, of the Spurs cuffs. Mm -hmm. Um it's it's essentially an insurance policy. It's essentially a short-term high upside pickup, which you could go for regardless of whether you have Arsenal players or not. So for me, that's like the only point where having Martinelli or having another Arsenal player there helps 
is the the exact game when you are expecting the other player, the injured player, to come back. So it's for the next two, three weeks, it's Trossard. And then there's one game where you have the cough uh, in a in a starting lineup situation where you have where you know that either one of them will start because you've seen the pictures of Martinelli back in training. Arteta said that um, Gabi is back and he's great and he's moved with the team, whatever. And then he doesn't start at the weekend. Then you're or if it's Jesus, he doesn't start for three more weeks. Yeah, that's yeah, that's some like we've. And and that's a good point. Like Eddie and Jesus was the same situation, and we all advocated for dropping Eddie. Mm-hmm. Once we saw Jesus back in in training, it was the the attachment to Eddie was gone, and he ended up starting three more games. I th- Sorry, I got a siren. I got to wait out here. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect timing, to be honest. Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you, Todd. I think, I think that's, I think that's a solid point. Um, I just think that the idea is that, like, yes, there are high upside streams, but like this particular spot on the pitch, and knowing that you have that spot nailed down is pretty damn lucrative. Yeah, but and, you have that spot nailed down with Martinelli anyway. Yeah, I know. I just mean it in in the interim. So, would you pay twenty fab for? you know, four game weeks of likely t- t- 10 plus, let's say maybe even 15 plus points every week. That's that's a different question, but yeah, that's another question I I, I posed. Yeah, I, yeah. I think 20 fab is, is a bit rich for me and I didn't bid, I bid like eight or something and I didn't get him uh, in either of my leagues. But yeah, I can see the I can see if you're not vying for for a January pickup or or fab domination or something like that, and you have like forty something fab, then it's okay. How much did he go for? Seventeen, I think, or nineteen or something like that. I guess the the difference with uh, Trussard and and Ketia for me is one Trussard scores a lot better, and two. Yeah, I think he has a lot more outs. Um, he obviously slots in perfectly for Martinelli on the left, but he could also come in as the as the false nine striker. He can also come in on the right wing if, God forbid, anything ever happens to Saka. I, I don't think he's missed a game in 600 years. Um, but God forbid if that ever happened, he could also come in. So it gives him a little bit more flexibility. And yeah, like Joe said, you're gonna you're gonna have a guarantee. Um, and you won't have to worry when Martinelli is going to be back because you'll have that insurance policy. But it's a it's a fair point, and I I would probably subscribe to it a bit more if it was a different type of um, I think less upside and a different profile of cuff. But yeah, that's a it's a fair point. It's something worth mulling over, I think certainly. Um, which is why, like the moment that Martinelli got injured, um, I had Trissard offers immediately. And I I respect those managers for like immediately coming at me with, hey, here's this. And it's me giving up, you know, a guy who probably has better rest of season um, projected value. Uh, But it's like short term versus long term. What do you value more? You know, you're going to have the drop off from your Martinelli spot. And I didn't draft Trissard. He was never dropped. So that person has been sitting on him. Presumably has a midfield that they can start. 
And so they don't need him. Um, so it's pure profit for them to send out that trade offer to the Martinelli uh, manager, which I thought was, was really smart. Um, yeah. Anyway. All right. Shall we move on? Okay. We're going to go streamers and then we're going to go to Twitter questions because we have quite a few and they're going to be, they're good. There's some, there's some really good ones to think up. Um, there's some players that we, they want us to rank rest of season. Um, there's a lot of discussion of pep roulette, which people are getting quite frustrated. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about all of that, but, um, uh, but yeah, let's, let's go with streamers first, Ryan, I believe you are first this week with your game week six streamers who you got. Oh, I didn't know that there was a, a, a deck. Um, yeah, these are, these are game week four. Oh, oh, you didn't change your you didn't change. game week two. I, <laughs> I didn't see a deck. I didn't see a deck. I'm sorry. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Um, Okay. I don't know what's worse, the fact that I didn't do it or the fact that you didn't notice. I think it's probably the latter. You're right. Because I was like, oh, yeah, Zuma versus Luton? Absolutely. That sounds great. <laughs> but they play Liverpool, don't they? <laughs> doesn't yeah. make any sense at all. Yeah, how does that work? Yeah. Um, Wait. You just, yeah. you just choose a player and choose who you want to play them. Wait, is this my fuck up, Toddy? Did I not share this with you guys? You did share it. Okay, okay. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan didn't write in anything, but you what then platform? it. It was on, it was it was on Slack. Yeah. <laughs> We're playing on fan tracks. We're playing on no, fan I'm tracks. Under... Okay, now I see it. All right, sorry. It's all Six good. AM, give me a break. <laughs> Come on. Well, I had to. I had to do it before jury duty. That's the yeah. inside workings right. of the draft society. <laughs> Moving right yeah, along. Yeah. No, I, got, I mean I have some off the top of my head. For no, you just you can you can peanut gallery um, and or you know. Um, like rank slash berate us for our choices. All right, fine. Um. <laughs> ben, Benji said, Benji said, just double down on the ones on the screen. Zuma for you. versus Liverpool, Bogle versus Newcastle. Let's do it. Sarabia somehow. Actually, Bogle versus Newcastle. I don't, I don't hate. Yeah, I don't love Sarabia versus Luton, right? Yeah, but he, he won't start. Yeah. Anyway, all right, moving on. Toddy, go ahead. <laughs> um, so the the fullback injury uh, at um, at Brentford is going to throw up some interesting lineups uh, in the near future until they find out find their perfect um, solution. And if if we have an aerially dominant um, centre back starting against Everton. Uh, who is on the wire and and it's not Ben Me or or um, Nathan Collins? Then then I'd pick up Zanka. Obviously, this is a punt, and this is a like a starting lineup comes out type of punt. Um, Craig Dawson versus Luton. Uh, even if they don't keep a clean sheet, I I expect Dawson to be close to double digit uh and he loves a goal uh from a set piece so i'd be okay starting him elliot anderson has been uh knocking on the door for um for newcastle for a while um and and he he looks like looks like very good player against sheffield united and fabio silva 
I I I have no idea why Sasha Kalajic isn't playing, isn't isn't starting for Wolves, and I miffed. Uh, but if he continues to not start, then uh, Fabio Silva is a decent punt against Luton. Yeah, go ahead, Ryan. I was just gonna say I don't think either of them start versus Luton. I think he'll. He seems pretty pretty set on the current kind of Cunha Neto Huang. Huang ended up scoring that goal against Liverpool. He um, always does. With <laughs> Belgard in the hole. Yeah, he certainly does. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised to see both of them bench, but I just yeah, I, I mean, just don't want I just want to will uh Huang benching and exile into existence by suggesting that either Silva or that would be great. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Cool. All right. Sanji, you ready to roll? Yeah, I think so. Um, hopefully I don't get berated too much by Ryan for this thing. <laughs> um, but uh, we'll start with Ruslov. Boo. So... No, just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> uh, RIP Rico Henry. Uh, we've lost a gem this season, I feel. Um, not only that, but... He was doing so well um, for Brentford, man, uh, creating so many big chances for Mboima to miss all of them, or, well, most of them. Um, but Ruslev came on as a sub for him, I believe. Uh, he got around 47 minutes, uh, put up around eight, um, eight to nine ghost points, I think, because they did concede a goal, I believe. Uh, so the thing is, I'm not sure if he's going to be nailed, because I feel like it is going to be opponent slash... Uh, formation dependent because uh, we know Thomas Frank likes to switch things up every now and then depending on whether or not they play the big boys or or the small boys, I guess. Um, <laughs> small boy sounds redundant. But that anyways, a term. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I just I do like him as a as an option. Um, they've got decent fixtures as well coming up. Uh, who do they have? Uh, Everton at home and Forest away. Manchester United away, which is definitely an easy fixture, easy. and then Burnley at home. So it's it's good games, um, and um, the Brentford defense is solid except for Fleck, and he just looks a bit nervy at the back, man. Um, but then my next pick is Mike Tresser. Uh, I'm sure I butchered that name, but I believe he's on loan from Genk. Um, yeah, with Lyle Foster missing for the next couple of games, somebody has to step in and score all the goals, right? That uh, Lyle's been scoring, Ryan. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, all it's just also, also like the fact that the double game week is coming. Maybe there's an opportunity for him to maybe not get 90 minutes in both games. Let, let's call it like 120 minutes or something like that, at least. Um, I'm sure I didn't divide that correctly. Ah, but, no, and that's yeah, that works. But yeah, <laughs> I think I think he'll get enough minutes maybe across uh, uh, the two games in that double game week. Uh, next up, we got Tarek Lamptey. Um, so we shouted him on uh, like a few episodes ago on on BB Pod, but um, he absolutely balled out versus Manchester United. Um, got two assists, uh, put up 16 points. Uh, he came on as a sub for Milner tonight, I believe, around the 55th minute. I don't know if that's injury-related or not, but I feel like there's a chance with the fact that Brighton are pretty much putting like all of their main players uh, in Europe, or like 
playing the European fixtures. Uh, Tarek might get uh, more playing time in the EPL. He he came on as a sub for the game that we went uh, went to, right? Um, and he looked fairly bright even when he came on. I mean, it didn't reflect his points versus Newcastle, but um, I mean, I think on his day he can terrorize any defense. Like he's great going forward. And then finally, we've got Isakabore. Uh, Ryan, um, you talked about him uh, quite well in your Ghost Point Hunter article. Guys, if you haven't had a chance to read that, please go check it out. It's a wonderful, wonderful article to read. Um, I don't think I could really add much more other than I think he's able to contribute at both ends of the pitch, um, I think, for that double game week. So, yeah, those are my picks. I love it. Anything from the peanut gallery? <laughs> Uh, I like him. Other, I would only say about Lamptey that 16 points from two assists is actually really bad, um, <laughs> ghost point wise. Um, so like I would, I would just be worried about um, about that because yeah, and and Brighton never really keep a clean sheet. They what conceded three to AEK Athens tonight. So yeah, if he doesn't get those returns, then he might be in trouble. But yeah, otherwise, um, all good. Did. Didn't that also have to do with um, Estupinian's uh, travel time? Yeah, yeah, but he played on was yeah he played on the left side as well. So yeah, it would it would have been for Estupinian. Yeah. So I mean, th yeah, th he also had a yellow yellow card and uh, conceded a goal. So add four points to the sixteen, maybe I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, okay. I'm I'm throwing the peanuts back, basically. No, it's fair. No, it's fair. I mean, these are streamers after all. Like, wait till you see mine. Um, <laughs> wait till you I see mine. I didn't pick any of Ryan's ones because I thought that uh, those were already taken. So, yeah. <laughs> Zuma's still, yeah, readily available. Okay, I, I might I might call upon him. Um, unlikely, but, uh, but you guys can tell me if I need to. With the other Anderson, Toddy, um, the other Anderson, and this, of course, is Mads. Um, this is for anyone who wants a piece of that Luton double game week and might be in a league that is already on it in terms of the, the Cabores of the world. Um, he does. Okay. I'm not going to tell you that you're going to be super excited with his output. Um, but he's a viable play this week. You're hoping for like eight and then next week you might get your, your boy Lockyer. Lockyer has been brutal. I I, trust about me. Him. Trust me. I've been keeping an eye on him. He he's been pretty brutal this year. Um, yeah. Yeah. No ghost points. Really, just not not doing it. Um. So yeah. Not not ideal. And then of course, you know, Giles and Dowdy are both uh, classed as midfielders, so that doesn't help us at all. Um, because they're probably. I mean, Giles should already be taken. If he's not, grab him. Um, and then Dowdy is going to be lucky to get one of the two matches. So, uh, Anderson, if you want, if you want a streamer this week and then somebody who's pretty nailed to get the both, both games next week. Um, so there's that. I always have to include Jeff versus, uh, Fulham for anybody who was, uh, not aware, you know, there was just recent news that, um, Oli says injury is going to be, recovery is going to be longer than um, expected. And so, you know, Jeff is always a good shout uh, for some some decent ghost points in there. So bring him in. Branthwaite versus Brentford. He could be decent. Um, I'm not hoping for a clean sheet ever with Everton this season. 
but um, he's been ghosting fairly well. And if they can keep the overall, you know, number of goals to a minimum, uh, he could be fine, I guess. <laughs> I don't, I don't love it, but it's Ooh, fine. Yeah. I was the last one to get into the document. Okay. And I, I didn't know Ryan hadn't. Um, anyway, finally, if he starts belt Veltman versus Bournemouth could be a decent shout as well. Um, I like Lamptey better um, just because he has that attacking upside. Uh, like you were saying, Sanji, but I mean, yeah, you could do worse than Veltman, especially versus a Bournemouth side that um, doesn't really even know who its best 11 is. So yeah. Any thoughts on these ones, guys? Um, my question is regarding Branthwaite. When or or the Everton defense, um, we have we have talked and seen a lot of outlets, including Tifo and us and others, to talk about the underperformance and yeah. the good or decent underlying numbers of Everton all around the pitch, both both in attack and defense. Um, my specific question is. Branthwaite seems to have somewhat of a Michael Keane type effect right. on uh, Tarkowski, um, siphoning his his ghost points. When is it, um, or or what do you need to to see to put the final nail in Tarkowski's uh, coffin and finally drop him? Oh, that's a sad, sad state of affairs. I've seen enough. You you drop him? I I would. Try. I wouldn't drop point. him because you could always get something for him. But exactly, if it was anybody else, I would. I think he's droppable just based on on points. I'm gonna do Trossard plus Tarkowski and see what I can get back, or something along those lines, right? I mean, obviously, when you're saying he's droppable, then anything of value that you would be able to get back is is good value, but. Like, how much fab would you accept? Five? Double digits. Double digits? Yeah. Just you just I brought in Trissard for 20. Just because I think you could get it. I traded out Beto for 25. Mm, that's good. That's a good deal on your on your part. Something around there? Yeah, I mean, I'd take, as I said, I'd take less, but yeah. I mean, I think I think you're right about what you said about Branthwaite. Um, averaging 9.8 ghost points per start. I mean, it's only the goals against that's... I mean, not, when I say only, it's Everton. So there's going to be a lot of goals against. But but at the same time, you know, that that's that's a good ghost point number. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, at this point, he's looking at a floor of around 5.5, according to our useful draft metrics. Um, and so if that's your floor, and you you got a ghost point average of or per start of 9.8. I mean, yeah, that's that seems to be a lot of the stats that we're used to seeing from uh, Tarkowski. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Evan, you, you guys know Evan, the troublemaker in chat, wondering if anybody wrote an article preseason that Never involved Branthwaite. I mean, I wrote the Everton article, and he was in the um, players to watch section. Is that is that what this Evan fella means? Evan will have to get Do back really to us on watch that one. Right, right. <laughs> but you want to watch him and then stop watching him? Yeah. Ooh, would you guys drop Tarkowski for Branthwaite? 
<laughs> that's a great question the, the, for Anthony the play is if you're really if you're adamant for whatever reason you have a death wish um of getting everton defenders as you sell tarks for something and then just pick up branthwaite with the spot there you go that's probably it i got it for free this week and i'm thinking about dropping him before <laughs> before they came week for a different streamer so yeah i don't know uh for what it's worth um there was a there's an analyst at the draft society called draft lad mm. who's, who's written a, a really good and extensive uh piece on on young players to watch during the season uh who who might be uh taking a spot or or being be become fantasy relevant and a lot of the players there are making some noise um including Branthwaite. so yeah. i think I think this Evan fella uh, might be onto might, something. Might be onto something. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So he's a dedicated reader of ours. I don't know if I'd tout Branthwaite at this point. Not yet. I mean, nine. Go- I mean, nine. I thought girls. he did t- tout Kirk as week two, as his. As his <laughs> he, <laughs> he and got a clean sheet versus Chelsea. Mm. Yeah. With and what seven ex- points? Seven points. Yeah. <laughs> he actually won Player of the se- uh, Player of the Month at Bournemouth. <laughs> he was the only one that played started more than one. I was going to say, which tells you everything you need to know. Um, while we're on Everton, quickly, um, believe writes in chat thoughts on Dwight McNeil. He looked rough last week. They all, not, they yeah. all did. Yeah, I talked about this quite a bit. I mean, it was just thankfully ended up being a bad matchup for them because actually played well and dominated the ball. The field tilt was like. 85 86%. They just didn't get the ball enough to to score and they didn't get any set pieces which was which was great. Um the only thing I'd be worried about with with McNeil is that Ashley Young still took a fair amount of set pieces that game. <laughs> the immortal, um, the eternal. Yeah, I can't imagine being taken off a set piece by Ashley Young. I, <laughs> I don't know if McNeil will ever get over that, but that's the only worry I'd have. Um otherwise he's a buy low unless he drops a stinker uh this weekend and then also again but otherwise i'm not too worried yeah no fair uh regarding your jeff versus Olympic, so i i like to do this thing where i look at matchup history's last five or six uh games and uh jeff actually popped up as one of the names i think he got two goals in four appearances versus fulham so i mean if that's anything Ooh. to go by every now and then it they they kind of hit and i feel like it's true, like, certain players just like playing against certain clubs. Uh, sure, like, sure. Jesus versus Everton, for example, is one. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if that kind of makes your decision a bit easier when grabbing him, so. What a man that Jeff is. What a mm-hmm. man. Um, all right, boys. We have Twitter questions. There's some good ones, too, as I alluded to previously. So, let's dive into them. Um, there's some that I think some of us will have, you know, better maybe expertise or fandom um, that can influence our uh, our responses. But otherwise, th- it's open. Just have at it if you have uh, any sort of insight whatsoever on uh, this particular question. So first, we have from Fantrax EG at Fantrax EG. Is Luca Digne a defender one rest of season? Surely it's his spot to lose, and he's churning out ghost points. On this one, I want to hear particularly from Sanji and Ryan because I think you're going to be on opposing viewpoints on this particular question. A day that ends in Y. 
Um, <laughs> I mean, I would, I would like to say, yeah, he, he's approaching that sort of um, defender one status. Like, he's going back to his Luca Dini of old. Um, and people were always scrambling to kind of to try and roster him. Um, he's got great attacking numbers. Again, fan track scores are great. But at the same time, um, yeah, the threat of Alex Moreno looms. Um, and the fact that he played tonight as well in Europe, it's a little off-putting given that Cash came off the bench as well. So it wouldn't surprise me if uh, Dinia is benched um, this weekend. Um, so, listen, I own him. I'm, I'm still going to keep the faith. Uh, hopefully he gets a start. Because, yeah, I, I agree. Like, it, it doesn't make sense why a manager would all of a sudden bench um, a player that's in form, but they're playing on multiple fronts. So, it, it's it's a tough one to, to kind of judge. Um, the answer is no. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, oh, a, a defender one doesn't get, doesn't get benched um, this weekend. So, you conceded the point initially. Um, no, I've, I've I've said I think ad nauseum. Uh, I think this is Moreno's spot. The only way that Dinier would be a defender one is if Moreno has a, a reaggravation of the of the injury. Um, this is Unai's guy. Um, Dinier's done fairly well in real life, but yeah, he's he's not the best defender. Um, Moreno's. A two-way player. Uh, they looked their best last season with Moreno as uh, as a left back. He's seemingly back fit, um, so I think it's it's his spot uh, to lose. If I was uh, a Dinier roster, I'd be trying to get him out as soon as possible. Toddy, break the tie. Um, I think I'm with Ryan, but I'm less bullish about Moreno. So I think. I think Digne has done enough early season for this to not be an out-and-out uh, Moreno spot, especially with um, Europe in there. Uh, so I think I think we'll see much more of Digne than we had expected before the season started. So I I wouldn't be super excited about rostering Moreno either. But this is again not a cuff that I wanna that I want to hold on. So I'm okay having Moreno and, and hoping that he gets a good run of, of games. Um, but yeah, get I, I'd try to get Dini out if I could. If you were shrewd enough, um, you could have gotten Moreno for free, like of just a few weeks ago. Yeah, I did in both leagues. Weeks ago. Exactly. Yeah. I got him in, in all of my leagues. Um, and so, yeah, you gotta you got to love that. Yeah, it's getting tough to sit on him though. I mean, as Toddy mentioned, it, it really yeah. is because I got I got Kai in a league. I got um I got Ollie McBurney sitting there, you know, suspended. I'm just yeah, like yeah, yeah. running out of spots. The end is nigh. Yeah. You're you're yeah. gonna be repaid soon. <laughs> hmm. All right. Moving right along, boys. Thank you to Fantrax EG for that question. Uh Billy Whitehorn at Billy Whitehorn two. Draft FPL question, do we feel like the pep rotation fear is higher than ever before? Perhaps other than Rodri, Ederson, and Holland, maybe Alvarez too at the moment. I'd not bet my house on anyone being set to start. Have Doku and, He has Doku and Grealish, and he feels like he may have that left side on lock. This is what I was kind of referring to when I mentioned um, 
pep rotation questions. So yeah, people are pretty frustrated. Um, not surprisingly, but, um, it's less pep rotation to me, honestly, than it is just certain players not performing like Grealish. Where the hell have you been? Yeah, but you can't rotate injured players like <laughs> they, at this point, like he, he has to start people because that's the only people he has left. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, it's it's a interesting season for City, but I'm sure Pep will find a solution as always. I love to see Bob the Monster or Bob Oscar or whatever um, get some minutes. The kid with two Bs in his name. Oh yeah, it. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, Oscar Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it'll, it'll be interesting to see um, how uh, Pep kind of manages all his assets once everyone is fit. But yeah, I mean they're not they're not even suffering at all. Like uh, no. Ryan's uh, boy, Julian, uh, got a 10 out of 10 sofa score rating in their Champions League game with the brace. Um, he's absolutely purring right now. He's so um, that, that usually means that he's going to get benched soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Pep, Pep, said he was, Pep said he was undroppable, right? So, he, I mean, he threw the bench for sure. He needs two more starts to, to basically end the, the Grealish bet game week eight. <laughs> Yeah, he, I mean, he's he's so good. Uh, yeah, I think it's not worse than than ever before. Like, I think it's, it's better. Like, yeah, I, I like think he's it, rotating less. I mean, we talked about the injuries. I think his his hand is forced a little bit. So I feel like, as a as Sanji mentioned on Alvarez roster, I feel pretty secure every every week. Whether or not that'll continue when everybody's healthy. I don't know, but for now, I feel like he's rotated less and less. Yeah, agreed. I guess the other question then is like, are you getting the returns you were hoping for from City players this season? Holland and Alvarez aside. Uh, Doku's been a pleasant surprise. Yeah, I didn't see him coming in that I soon, mean, but again, the injuries. Yeah, exactly. It's it's we have we haven't had we didn't have any um, reservations about his production. It was his expected minutes that yeah. that we had reservations of. I I think the main guy, like obviously, you're disappointed with with Grealish. We probably had to spend a round one or early round two pick on him, and he's injured. But that's the similar situation as, as KDB so far, and Grealish is probably coming back uh, and and playing better before KDB is. So so discounting those, I think Foden is the biggest disappointment. Like everyone was so excited about him after the twenty minutes uh, KDB played and then went off that he's gonna he's finally finally gonna grow up to. To become the KDB of of the future, and he's just I'm I mean, full disclosure, I haven't seen many city games this season, but for fan tracks, I expected much 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 more. Yeah, six and a half against West Ham, ten and a half against Fulham, twelve against Sheffield United. I mean, not terrible, but you know, those yeah, are like that's... Morgan Gibbs White numbers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We good on that one? Sweet. Moving right along. All right. 
Magnus, our old friend Magnus. And by the way, Toddy, way earlier in chat, um, Magnus had this to say to you. Thank you for Solosly. Yep. <laughs> yep. You're welcome. Yep. 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 It look it's looking more and more like uh, your ranking of him is going to end up multicolored hearts in the Hungarian the multi- flag. Yeah. Yeah. Magnus is solid, nice and Magnus. Touch. Yeah. When uh, when we have our draft to Palooza, we we expect you to be there. Um. Anyway, should we just blindly trust or almost any defenders playing against Luton? <laughs> I mean, we have these teams that we always try to target with defenders. I, I think blindly trust is, is a bit bit much, and I think they'll have some better games than the ones that they had so far. Um, just look at the West Ham defenders when they played uh, Luton. I don't think any of them scored particularly well just because of that one goal. Full circle. Conceded. Zuma did. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which is, um, if, you, if you bring back that previous slide, good pick. There it is. Yeah. 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 So, um, so yeah, I, I wouldn't trust them blindly, but definitely they are a team to target. <laughs> Solid choice. Beautiful. Solid choice. Um, yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, yes. I think the, the short answer is yes. Just yes. Depending, though, right? I mean, you don't want to... This is why I'm nervous about, you know, guys like, you know, Sanji, not to throw you under the bus, but I'm nervous yeah. about guys like like Roslev. Like, just because they're playing a team like Everton, I they've done, you know, jack and shit so far this season. So I'm just, I'm worried. Both of, those. And both of them. I'm worried about trying to, to stream a defender against a bad team. Just, it seems like you're, it's a clean sheet play, right? Yeah. But I feel the only sort of defenders that you're actually doing the clean sheet play for are Man City defenders. I feel like everyone else goes better than Man City defenders. I would agree with you there. Cool. Okay. (laughs) Moving right along. So in short, Magnus, yes and no. (laughs) All right. Sanjay, I want to hear from you on this one. This is our old friend, FP Elements. Is Jackson... Is Jackson really under threat from Broya? Um, any opinions on the proposed scoring change trial league five weeks in? The defender quality this season is pretty seems pretty bad. So I think Toddy can probably feel that one. Um, but as far as the Broya one um, and Jackson, what are you thinking on that one, Sanji? Uh, I expect Jackson to start the next game, get his fifth yellow, get banned for one game, Broya <laughs> comes in, scores, and then takes his spot, maybe. No. Um, no. Do you I, actually? I, I have no idea what to expect. Is Broya <laughs> I like Broya. I mean, man, Potch is saying some weird-ass shit in the interviews these days, yo. Like, <laughs> on his, like, defenders to attack because it's confusing the attackers, and Colwell might play left back again, and yeah, it's just a, it's a, it's a weird situation, man. Um, he's, he's started to go down the um, Chelsea manager insanity road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a weird situation. I, I mean, again, it's it's not just like the attacking returns um, that were 
playing Jackson four or lack thereof or whatever. But I mean, you watch the games; he brings other things to to the team, um, like just the ability to drive the ball forward. Um, that like that is a massive thing to our, our play style at the moment. Um, so it'd be harsh for him to drop him. Maybe he plays him um, off the left of Breuer. Uh, maybe Breuer comes on as a sub. So I, I like to see maybe there's a shift in dynamic or responsibility for for Jackson, but. It's concerning. It's very concerning, man. Fair. Agreed. Yeah. Um. What? What round would you take Jackson in if you were drafting today? Uh. Any of us draft him? I did. Obviously. Come I on. didn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> I. 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 I mean. Obviously, we drafted win leagues and all that sort of stuff. But I mean, I still enjoy owning assets from my team. Like, yeah, I still want to sure. have fun. Like, that's fair. Yeah, that's um, fair. I, I mean, Ross always say, says it: just have fun, right? Um, sure, the lack of points have, haven't been fun, but um, I drafted him. I think uh, start of fourth round um, on one of my leagues. If I had to draft him now, though, I'd probably wait until the sixth. Um, start of the sixth round, uh, maybe, or seventh rounds around there. If if I can wait that long to get him, I still don't think you'd get him that late. I feel like somebody might grab him maybe mid fifth. Um, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, but yeah, maybe he drops down one round for me from where I drafted him. I agree. Uh, I right. think I think I'd I'd look at him at six seven, but I probably wouldn't be there. Uh, so yeah. Fantastic. Toddy, thoughts on the second question? Opinions on the proposed scoring changes um, five weeks in that is heavily involved in def- what making defenders more valuable, right? Yeah, making defenders and defensive midfielders um, more valuable. Uh, I think it's too early to tell. Um, there's been a lot of fluctuation around defender value in, in our normal scoring as well. Um just look at Joachim Anderson and and the likes. So I'd reserve judgment um, until until the end of the calendar year, at least. Short and sweet. I like it. Yeah, let's let's wait. Okay, Frog Taga has a couple questions. Please help us, sad Grealish owners. What do we do here? We sort of covered that already, um, but more specifically, are you? trading out on a absolute low no way I'm, right i'm buying low okay i mean they're frustrated owners um you can probably get them for cheap why not not when they look at last year's numbers though <laughs> send them that stretch I mean, I wouldn't sell him. I don't think I would stubborn, either. Stubborn man. <laughs> well, but what are you what are you trading out to get him though? Or how much fab are you throwing at the owner? Totti. If uh, I mean, let's assume somebody else owns Grealish in your league and you want him because we know how much you love him and stuff like that. What are you throwing at that uh, manager? You're gonna you're gonna offer just fab. 
I, I, I mean, want to know what combination fab only fab player plus fab only player players just maybe. fab 75 yeah i'd easily do 75 for Grealish. um probably somewhere around mcneil type value um maybe a bit higher and bombo Hmm. Players like that. Interesting. All right. His second question, is Lamptey worth holding? We talked about that, I think. Go back and listen to Sanji streamers. Certainly until until lineups are announced this week. Absolutely. Um, worst case scenario, you drop him. Best case scenario, then you have a starting fullback. Uh, number three, we don't talk keepers often here. Emmy Martinez or Flecken, rest of season. Anyone have any preference here? I'm going to go with uh, the Ballon d'Or nominee slash World Cup winning Emmy Martinez. Um, I, I know like Brent, Brentford are all about stats and they try to um, get the most uh, similar profile to David Raya, but he showed signs of it in preseason, how he can make mistakes and stuff like that. And he did not look great. This is Newcastle either. Um, I'm quite concerned about that. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go Emmy, And I think every now and then Emmy could probably save a pen randomly as well. He has that in his locker. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Emmy side. Are you rostering either of these rest of the season, though? I was just going to say neither. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, it, it, I'm assuming that these are their only options, sort of thing, right? It's I. I it mean, says if rest there's... of the season. What? Okay, like, who's gonna score more points rest of the season? So yeah, if you if you had it's to pick one or the other, probably yeah, probably Martinez will score more yeah. points rest of the season. But I still wouldn't roster him rest of the season. Yeah, but I'm I'm assuming this is their only options, and rest of the season you have to pick one. If you if you yeah. if I had to go goalkeeper. I'm probably just going to stream like one of three or four options that are probably free in your league, like Fodderingham, Neto, yeah, uh, Ariola. Like these guys yeah. will get saves and will offset the amount of goals that they're going to concede. But Sanji, remember you mentioned earlier, you mentioned Brentford's upcoming fixtures. They're insane. Everton, Forest, Manchester United, Burnley, Chelsea, West Ham. There's a lot of shots to be stopped there and probably not a lot of goals going in. Yeah, but the thing is, I'm a Flecken... I was a Flecken owner um, at, in one of my leagues. And uh, yeah, I, I dropped him after that Newcastle performance. Uh, it like I get like the points potential and all that, but it was the eye test for me that made me sure. like make a gut call in that sense. And I wavered in Ariola instead so I, I'm not looking back at the at this moment so I think right no, now why would you right now the three three goalkeepers you are considering holding rest of the season are for me Allison Nick Pope and probably looking at David Raya Oh, for fuck's sake, Leno is staring you right in the face. Yeah, you oh, gotta Leno. say, you gotta sorry, add sorry, Leno. Sorry. You gotta, Leno. yeah. yeah. So, yeah Leno. So, I mean, <laughs> Leno is the third one. Sorry, thank I you, Ryan. That's your boy. Leno. Leno is the Negative third 10, one, and then, notwithstanding, yeah. And then, and then Raya as a potential fourth one coming in. There we are. What about Jose? So, Sa? 
and hit or miss. Okay. I mean, now that we kind of mentioned David Ryan, Ryan, what's your take on this whole like goalkeeper rotation situation? Like, because I've I've seen Raya get picked up in like both my leagues. <laughs> this um, this guy in my main league, like, will not ever let me live it down. He was holding him the entire time, and like I've been telling him every week to just drop him. And then he was facing one of my rivals. I finally was like, dude fucking drop him and he did <laughs> and then that was the week that he started and to be fair like i told him there were rumors like several hours in advance didn't didn't pick him back up but yeah now he texts me like every day um <laughs> i didn't think it would happen so soon um i kind of thought that um it was just one of those things where you know you wanted healthy competition raya would get a lot of the cup games at least at first and then if ramsdale made a glaring error then raya's right there to uh to come in i didn't think it would be so soon and i didn't think it would be so just kind of harsh i guess i mean i yeah. think it's kind of harsh on ramsdale to be fair i don't think he's put a huge foot wrong having said that some of those passes from raya in the champions league game my god hmm. he can yeah he's surgical with that bitch jake <laughs> um so yeah it's i'm kind of surprised but not completely shocked i guess is what i would say okay and i think he's if he nails down the spot that he's um vying for a for a rest of season hold spot yeah but i i don't think we allow that many shots it's not the combo of Raya's an amazing shot stopper plus Brentford allow a ton of shots. It's just one of those two. Um, having said that, there's maybe a, de- a more decent chance of clean sheets, which offsets it a little bit. But yeah, I'd rather have Leno all day. Same. All right. Two left, guys. And then we'll let a couple of you uh, overseas lads get to sleep. So, oh, hold on one second, one second. There we are. All right. From Andrew Gentilucci at Alucci21. Rank these forwards rest of season. I got to say, I love this question. This is a really interesting one to me and pretty tough. So rank these forwards rest of season. Solomon, Beto, Hudson-Odoi, Dango Unchained. Solomon, Beto, Callum Hudson-Odoi, Dango Watara. Uh, I'll go Solomon, Cho, Dango, Beto. Oh, I'll go Beto, Solomon, Dango, Hudson, Doy. I will go Hudson, Adoy. <laughs> Solomon and Beto are so close for me. Um, and then Dango last. I think I agree on Dango last for me. That's that's Just the because one of the rotation concerns. Oh, I rostered him last year too, and I, I mean, I just I just know how frustrating he can be. I mean, there he, there are games where he's just anonymous, so completely anonymous. Um, yeah, and I think we've seen enough from Beto at this point. You know, sixty five minutes against Arsenal, but um, that Sheffield United appearance very solid. Uh, and 
yeah, I think there's there's more to come from him. So I don't know. God. Um I think I got Dango at the bottom. I still don't know what to make of Solomon, honestly, guys. I really don't. I I still I'm still very fearful that it's a it's a play the hot hand and uh and then yeah. he, he's gonna get sat back down on the bench. But Agreed. for that reason I would go Solomon at you know third, maybe CHO and Beto on top for me. I'm, I'm. I think the only one who who has the best chance of getting uh, regular minutes out of these is Beto, because because we have only seen Hudson die for one game. Mm-hmm. It's it's Forest. I can't I can't trust Forest attackers. Like we've seen. Emmanuel Dennis come in and score a goal, play well, play well the second game mm-hmm. or decently in the second game, and then fall into an abyss and is probably still falling. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying that Hudson is gonna do that, but I just still can't trust him. If if we are talking the same four guys, like end of October, and he's started most of the games from now till then then he jumps up to to first or second spot but otherwise it's 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 a lot of cooks and uh not enough stoves or pots or pots how many stoves do you have in your house would you say i have one stove okay so it, but i only have one is... cook as well oh okay that's a good proportion is exactly so you can have like a lot of pots. Be careful. You can have a lot of pots, but but you a, a pot a cook does not make. This is a awesome. This metaphor is killing right now. This is fantastic. People go on, yeah. It's... <laughs> <laughs> All right, you the... <laughs> go ahead, Sanji. What I was, I was gonna add to this is the same stove that you make the poop soup on. Yes, exactly. gotta be. Yeah, if there's only one, you would imagine. Um, I, I so I see Evan's comments about it's Forest and it's brilliant. I I get that. Um, but uh, I just feel like um the connection that it's the same thing. Um, the same logic I'm using as uh when Morgan Gibbs White signed for Forest last season. Uh, he's played for Steve Cooper before. Cho has played for Steve Cooper under 17 World Cup. Uh, they won it together. And I just feel like uh, Cho might have something to prove. We know he has like that upset and all that. And I agree, yes, show it's forced <laughs> and, and whatnot. But um, yeah, that's that's why that's why I'm I'm kind of high on it. Yes, Evan. I, I know you know I'm a Chelsea fan. <laughs> I still love you, Evan. How much you ever want to bash me or whatever. Um, and no, uh, he also made a great point about uh, Beto's minutes being cut into by uh, DCL. That's why I dropped Beto so low um, onto my list. Mm. Uh, yeah, Interesting. I, okay. I doubt DCL features enough as a lone striker to eat into Beto's minutes. I, I know that we have some quotes from Deitch about potentially um, pouring some cold water on the two, two up top um, sort of buzz. But but I think we have, it's a very, very, very short, very um, 
limited um, time we've seen better, but based on that, he he's is exactly what Dutch needs or wants, and he's a very good player. We've yeah, we also heard that a bit in reference to Vut Veghorst at Burnley. At some point, at some point, <laughs> you got to price in the fact exactly. that nines, even if he gets the right profile, just suck. Um, but yeah, I, I, like I said, I like Beto. But watching CHO over the weekend or on Monday, rather, um, it's just he passed the eye test. He just looked hungry. Um, ghosted as well, so he's different than Dennis, who used to get 11 to 14 with a goal. Um, got over 20 with a goal. Yes, it was Burnley. Great matchup. Got his confidence up. Um, I don't think there's any real competition for him, obviously, since he slotted right in as soon as he joined. Um, so I think he's going to be a nailed-on start if he stays healthy. And I just like the fact that he can ghost and he's got a point to prove. Um, it's still for us, but yeah, I think that all that puts him above all the rest of these guys. I feel you. Uh, also, with the injury and to Perisic. After um, City, you that... have a decent chance of maybe getting him in. Mm. Mm. With, with the Perisic injury as well, the ACL injury, does that not give you more hope for Solomon's value, though? Was Perisic ever going to no. feature as a starter? Not really, he's on the <laughs> left. As well, um, yeah. Solomon plays on the left, right? Both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He does. The, the, I, I, I mean, I think Richarlison is more of an issue, and I, I exactly. as mentioned it's last slot, week, Son was slotted on the left. Yeah, and as I mentioned last week, I think, I think Richarlison will be the um, armor on the shoulder Ange project. Um, in this in this uh, Spurs team, so he's gonna. He's, we've seen him uh, get taken off some uh, for Brazil um, comments about his head not being right, whatever. And then he came on, played well um, two days later. So so yeah, I think I think we'll see more of Richardson than what we are currently expecting after two games missed. If there wasn't Brennan Johnson also in the mix, I'd feel a lot better about Solomon. Just adding another proverbial yeah, cook yeah. in the kitchen on the, on where, the stoves. Where would you put Brennan Johnson on this list? Because I'm about to drop him. Yeah, bottom. very bottom. Yeah, yeah. Why do you I, have him? I, exactly. I think I'm going to drop him. I don't know if I drop Brennan, man. I, I know he's probably not going to get as many starts or whatever, but it's like you pl you're playing with a... a great attacking team uh i test wise when he came on yeah his goal was chalked off but the first touch and the finish was i don't know i i feel i'd be a bit hesitant to drop him i understand why you are frustrated and you want to drop him but I, I, yeah, I but how many how many matches does he need to start in the next 10 games to be worth holding right and is he gonna start that many that's my issue like i think he he needs to feasibly start around half of the matches to be worth holding. And I have no hope for him starting half of the next 10. And they I have Arsenal-Liverpool. Also historically pretty goal-dependent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
So uh, are we just assuming because uh, Richarlison came on, got a goal and assist, that he, all his mental issues are fixed? And... No, no, no. I no. think he will be still coming back. To, I think Solomon will still feature somewhat, but I think Richarlison will be the sort of project uh, that Ange takes on to to get him back to his former self, and he'll give him a lot of leeway, a lot of starts, a lot of um, 90 minutes and stuff like that. And also, I think Brandon Johnson is very similar to the situation that we talked about with Trossard, like on a highly attacking team in a in a position that that yields attacking returns potentially, but very limited um, view to starting minutes. I dropped Trossard and Brandon Johnson, both. To be fair, not not now, obviously, <laughs> with Trossard, but but <laughs> when everyone's healthy. Bold, yeah. <laughs> when other people are selling high, I'm dropping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. All right, last one, boys. This is uh, less of a player valuation question and and much more of a, a league setup slash personal preference question. United Goons walking alone at United Goons. Loaded question that may push your podcast to an unprecedented length. What are your thoughts on auto subs? Our league uses them, and most of the managers love the extra layer of strategy that comes with starting a player like KDB while your bench is loaded with extra mids. I'm super old school, and it comes to these types of questions, so I'm very much against it. Uh, agreed. Uh, this is, isn't going to be a long uh, conversation. <laughs> I think uh, the way that it's currently set up, um, I think the way that it works for FPL is better. Decent. Right, it's, right. It's, it's, it's good. Uh, How is it different? Uh, so, so now Fantrax has two settings either uh, normal auto subs, uh, which subs in your highest score um, while leaving you with a uh, usable formation. Um, and the second setting, which is a better setting, is ranked auto subs, which means that you rank your bench and then um, the players come in based on the rank. The, there are two issues with, with all of these. The one is that for me, if you're using auto subs, it is an absolute must to have lineup locks. Because if you don't have lineup locks and still using auto subs, which some some teams or some leagues do, um, it it offers you a chance to see your ranked or unranked sub player who has scored well. Um, it offers you a chance to plug in an injured player well, where, where you wouldn't have plugged in an injured player so that your uh, high-scoring player comes off the bench. Oh, wow. So that's, that's an absolute no-no. I think um, playing KDB injured just so you get your best-scoring bench guy off the bench is not strategy. It's just... It's just uh yeah what are we doing at that point yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just going going 
one step towards best ball. Um, I think the the issue with ranked so lineup locks and ranked auto subs should ideally work. The issue with them is that you have to re-rank every uh, player every game week. So uh, it's just a mechanics thing that we have mentioned to Fantrax a few times. They haven't corrected it. Uh, so in in FPL, the Sorry. ranks the ranks stick to your players. So if you do not touch your team for half a year, then your ranked auto subs will still remain the same as you rank them on game week one. Whereas if you don't, if you forget to rank them or you have no time to rank them, which is kind of the basis of using auto subs. So it happens more in teams that or in leagues that use auto subs. You forget to rank them then they just won't come in. So it defeats the purpose of auto-subs. Because um, they're not auto. <laughs> they're not, they're they not are, working automatically. By definition, not auto. Exactly. <laughs> so um, we have been trialing a system in the Busy Dads League and in the uh, Draft Society Auction League that is essentially not... A lineup lock, but a pool lock system, which helps with um, with pickups. So essentially, what happens is, before ninety minutes before the first game of the game week, the all the players in the pool go to waivers, meaning you have your eleven and your subs bench to navigate the whole game week. There's no Timikas pickup. There is no mm. um, whatever, which I think is a very good thing. Like I, I love being able to pick up these high upside streamers when lineups come out. But um, we, so my issue is, and I've come around on this a lot, is that we pride, we proud ourselves on playing a game that is much more based on um, knowledge, research, and less on luck than FPL. And here we have a gaping hole <laughs> that that leaves um, a lot up to luck and speed and availability during the weekend, which, like, I mean, if... If, if I'm playing with my home league and someone is feeding the baby, then tough luck. But if you're playing with, uh, with managers who are playing, who are joining your league from the West Coast of the US or Australia or Japan or, or the other side of the uh, Asian continent, then um, it's not something that you can just say, tough luck, you should move to a place which has better coverage or better closer to the EPL's time zone. So essentially you are giving players from, I don't know, uh, from maybe um, the Great Lakes to, um, I don't know, West India uh, <laughs> and an extra, an extra. Let's see where uh, you're going with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah an extra asset uh, or 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 an extra help 
mm -hmm. because they're they're awake and potentially able to to um, do pickups much better than anyone outside of that that region. So I think, and we have enjoyed we have enjoyed this. Like there's still some there's still strategy involved with picking up players who are likely to start or picking up players like like at Simikas, uh, who you think will start but you can still sub him out you can still you can still take him out of your uh, lineup lineups don't lock it's just that you can't pick up any of the new guys so I I would advise United goons walking alone to transition his his uh, league towards yeah. rant over yeah <laughs> is is he um is he making a play on the basically the four of the big six manchester united arsenal or i guess three yeah yeah, yeah i think so. yeah i think so it's a good one it's a good one <laughs> yeah his um that. I can't remember exactly what what his profile, but his profile, the, the actual, you know, blurb or whatever, is, is pretty funny. So check it out at United Goons. Um, anyway, as I said in chat, thank you to chat. Um, if you're listening on the podcast version of this, join us next week. Usually, either Wednesday or Thursday. Usually, most of the time Wednesdays, um, five thirty p.m. Eastern. Usually, or five sometimes, depending on our availability. But it's almost always one of those few times that I mentioned. Chat, you guys are amazing. This is so much fun. We love the live stream. I'm so glad we transitioned to this. Um, but um, but yeah, if you're not if you're not able to make it, usually available on the podcast the next day. Any final thoughts, gentlemen? I've had a lot of final thoughts, so I'll let the others <laughs> talk. I I I want to shout out the Twitter spaces that we've been doing on yeah. weekends uh, yeah. during the busy kickoffs. Uh, there's a chance we might do both Saturday and Sunday because of how the games are clustered this weekend. I think there's three on Saturday, four on Sunday. Um, so uh, there's a chance that I'm, I might run those again. Um, so please, if you're watching the stream right now, pass through. Uh, it's a vibe. Uh, we don't just chat football. We chat real life as well. Uh, it's fun to get to know people like some guy called in from, I think, uh, Hong Kong or something like that. Uh, last time around um it's just random while uh, robbie was on the beach tuned in as well um <laughs> it was fun with his kid crying in the background but um yeah it, 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 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> but it, it is a vibe uh, and we're really enjoying the uh, engagement that we get from those as well so thanks for all the support love and yeah we'll see you on the weekend i think cool man yeah killing it with that anything from you ryan No, sorry. There was just like six choppers. <laughs> so I, I didn't hear any of that. So, yes, I, I second is, all of is it. There, is there an emergency in the nation's capital? Some heads always. of state, I'm sure. Always, yeah. my friend. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's just, yeah, always a lot of important people shuttling back and forth between the White House <laughs> and the Capitol building. And also a lot of crime. So you get some police choppers in there as well. Who's the, to tell? The issue is that they don't intersect. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sure. I mean, well, yeah. Until they find crime. Sometimes they they intersect. Until we have like a real life action movie on our hands, White House yeah, down. I mean, January sixth was was pretty well. Well, that's it's 
yeah, kind of a real life action movie. Oh man. Anyway, with that, <laughs> let's go ahead and close it down. Oh man, you guys, you guys know how to keep me on my toes. Thank you so much, listener. You listeners, you guys are fantastic. Um, do join Sanji this weekend on uh, the Twitter Spaces, and if it's not him, it's somebody else. So join us. We're going to uh, be answering some questions, chatting shit, talking about life, whatever it is. Uh, and until next time, join the KPC. Uh, and of course, listen to Banta Boys always. You should be doing both. You've got enough time in your week. We know you do. You have a commute. You have to mow the lawn. You have to um, tune out your children when they're crying in their cribs. Whatever it is, you, you need to be listening. So please, uh, please tune in. Anyway, you know, if you made it this far, we love you. You all are fantastic. We'll talk to everyone soon. Good luck this weekend. Hope you dominate your leagues. Cheers. <laughs>